Mindset Mentor is proudly sponsored by Amica Insurance. Amica Insurance is all about empathy. They know your auto, home, and life insurance are more than just policies. Home insurance is about protecting the life you've built. Auto insurance is about protecting you on the road ahead. That's why Amica takes a consultative approach to help protect what matters most to you. They're a customer-owned insurance company that puts your needs first, and their representatives are available 24-7 for claim-related matters. As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. The Taste of the Mediterranean sales event is going on now through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey of regionally inspired selections. Save on Mediterranean-inspired flavors like Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. Find sales on Animal Welfare certified meat. Save on seafood like whole branzini and sustainable wild-cut sockeye salmon. Stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles and whole wheat pita pockets. Wines from the sun-soaked vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy start at just $8.99. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast, the number one mindset podcast in the entire world. I am your host, Rob Dial. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you're out there and you love this podcast and you live in the United States or Canada and you want to receive inspirational text messages from me sporadically throughout the week, text me right now, 512-580-9305. Once again, 512 512- Five eight zero nine three zero five. Today, we're going to be talking about building momentum into 2024. And if you're the type of person who's now listening to this in 2024, we're going to talk about building momentum into the rest of this year. Um, I think one of the most underestimated, uh, underrated, I guess is a better way of putting it, the most underrated pieces of life and of success is the idea of momentum. Um, I cannot tell you how many people reach out to me and say something along the lines of this, Rob, I need help being consistent because I'm really good at deciding to set a goal and starting on my goal, but I almost always give up at some point in time. It's like 95% of people have some sort of issue with consistency and with once they start getting momentum on their side, keeping that momentum going. And you know, if you are listening to this in December of 2023, The way I like to think of this moment right now is not to let your foot off the gas before 2024. A lot of people like to, yeah, kind of take their foot off the gas and go, oh, it's the holidays. I'm going to let myself go a little bit. And then in January is when I'm really going to put my foot down and start working out more. And so they gain like five pounds and then now they have to work off those five pounds and that's what they lose in January versus looking at December as a moment to get a head start into next year. Usually the way I like to look at it is when December hits is when I really start putting my foot on the gas. I really start making sure that I do what I need to do to set myself up to even be even more successful in January and for the, the next year coming up. And all too often, what people end up doing is they get some sort of momentum on their side and then they just kind of let their foot off the gas. And all too often, we either stop before we get that momentum or right when we're starting to get some momentum. But if we were to go another week, another two weeks, another month is when really you start to see that that the change that you're really searching for starts to become easy. It starts to become more of a habit. It starts to become more programmed into you. The way I like to think about, about momentum 
it's like pushing a car. Like if you've ever had a car breakdown to get the car moving takes a lot, like a lot to get the car moving. And then once you get it moving, it's a little bit, little bit easier, right? And then you get it to a point where the car is going, you know, three or four miles an hour because you and someone else are pushing it and you don't have to put as much effort into it. That's really what change. That's really what life is about is it takes a while to get going. But once it gets going, it gets so much easier. And all too often, people quit before it gets to the point where it starts to feel easier. And, you know, it gets to the point where sometimes if you were to just let go of the car, it's still going to keep rolling a little bit. And, you know, the, the way I like to think about it is this is, is a car getting moving or also the other side is the, what I'm trying to really think about in the example that my mind always goes to is like if I take a bowling ball and I go to the top of a hill and I let go of that bowling ball, let's say it weighs 15 pounds, and 10 feet down uh, the hill, I put my hand out. I can stop it. It might hurt a little bit. It might be a little bit of, of force that goes into my hand, but I'm not going to break my hand if I stop it from rolling down the hill 10 feet after it starts going. But if I'm at the bottom of the hill and I put my hand out, I'm breaking my hand. What I'm trying to do is to not stop before the momentum gets in, but to get that momentum so that I feel the momentum on my side. And you know what I'm talking about. You've been at this some some sort of point in this in your life. It could be with working out, for instance, where you know you you're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna work out every single day for 30 days. I'm no no way if ands butts around it. And you you start to get a little bit of momentum on your side. And then by day 31, day 32, it's like, it actually feels weird not to go to the gym. That's what you're trying to do. Where right now it might feel weird to go to the gym. It might feel foreign. Maybe you haven't been in the gym in years. Maybe you've never stepped in the gym. But when you go every single day, your body starts to become used to it. Your mind starts to become used to it. And then not going ends up feeling weird. And not like, not there's, there's been times in my life where I've gone 30, 60, 100 days where there's some sort of movement, some sort of working every single day. And then I miss a day for some sort of reason. And I'm like, I don't even feel right. I feel like something's off. That's what you're trying to get to in your life, whether it's working out, whether it's growing your business, whether it's meditating, whatever it might be. Maybe it's going to bed early. And, and so, you know, with, with working out, maybe you don't work out right now, um, but you know that you should and you really want to. And you, you say, you know what, for, for the month of December, I'm going to work out every single day. Or maybe you say January 1st, I'm going to work out every single day for the month of January. And the first few weeks, it, to be honest with you, you're going to have to drag your ass to the gym. You're going to have to, it's, it's going to feel like force. And I like to use the word force very specifically because sometimes you just have to force yourself. A lot of times you're not going to feel like it. You're not, if you're searching and you're waiting for motivation, you're going to be searching and waiting for a really long time. And there's actually a lot of studies that have been found that motivation actually almost never comes before action. Action is usually what needs to happen in order for you to start feeling more motivated. Looking for a rewarding, life-changing opportunity that enhances the lives of children in your community? With almost 50 years of experience, Huntington Learning Center is the nation's leading K-12 through tutoring and test prep franchise dedicated to shaping brighter futures for students and franchisees. Huntington is a top revenue-producing supplemental education franchise in the U.S., and their proven system is the key to success for you and your students. The Huntington Advantage includes low startup costs, turnkey systems, dedicated support teams, national and local marketing support, and multiple revenue streams to help you build a life-enriching and profitable business. No education experience needed. 
In today's environment, the need for tutoring has never been greater. When you become part of Huntington Learning Center, you're fulfilling an urgent need in the growing $5 billion supplemental education industry. To learn more, visit HuntingtonFranchise.com. Make a meaningful difference, pursue your dreams of business ownership, and be a positive force in your community. Don't wait. Visit HuntingtonFranchise.com today. Hey, do you have any subscriptions that you forgot about? Well, Rocket Money is a personal financing app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscription, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. That's rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor, rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. And so... You know, it's like getting the car moving where you're going to have, it's going to be a force. It's going to be a lot of pushing. It's going to take a lot of will in order to get yourself moving. But it's then after a while, it starts to feel more natural. That is what you're searching for. That's when you've got the momentum. And that's when it becomes a little bit harder to stop. And you're trying to not allow yourself to stop and to keep that consistency going. But what's going to happen is there's going to be a part of you that's it's we're always at a battle with ourselves right like like we are our worst enemies that's what it comes to there's a part of you that really wants to work out that really wants to change that really wants to do something there's also a part of you that's like i am fully resisting any change that you want to put in and so you get to the point where you're working out for two or three weeks you're doing really well and there's another side of you that's like give up stop and you know if if you've ever been in a really great workout routine it can start to become addicting that's what you want to get to where you start to get used to, you start to like it. And so usually when you get to the point of it's almost it's, it's almost addicting, you're almost in that flow, is when the voice on the other side is going to push the hardest against you. Like the example I always like to give when I think of a comfort zone is like a rubber band, right? If you think of a rubber band, if you pull it a little bit, it'll kind of pull back. But if you're really pulling a rubber band to its, uh, its maximum, that's right there is like where it's really at the, at the most is where it's actually pulling you back the most into trying to get you to really go back to where you used to be. And so your comfort zone is the same where it's like if you're a little bit out of your comfort zone, there's not a whole lot of mental and physical resistance. But when you get very out of your comfort zone, when you're going from never working out to working out 21 days in a row, that's when you're at the max of your comfort zone. And that's when it's going to try to pull you back in the most. And that's when you've got to become aware of, no, I'm going to fight through this. I'm going to keep going. And, and if you fight through, that's when it starts to feel like the car once it's moving, where it's, it's so much easier. It doesn't take as much force. But in the beginning, yeah, there's going to be a lot of force. So you've got to search for momentum. You've got to always want momentum. You've got to be aware of when the momentum's on your side and to keep it going. Another example, if working out isn't, isn't your thing, would be like waking up early. If you are the type of person who doesn't really wake up early or you want to wake up two hours early for you know, the first 30 days of the year, is it going to be hard at first? Yeah, your body's going to completely resist it. Even if you have eight hours of sleep, your body's still going to be like, uh, yeah, we don't normally wake up at this time. But then you start getting a little bit of momentum on your side. It's not as foreign. The first week might be kind of hard. The second week, it's a little bit easier. It's not, it's not as bad. It gets a, you get a little bit of momentum on your side. And then, you know, you go for 30 days, 45 days, 60 days, you start waking up before your alarm and it feels more natural. 
That's what we're searching for. Searching for less resistance feels more natural. That's what we're really trying to get to. You know, if you're starting if you're starting a business and you've never started a business before, or even if you have started a business before, and you're starting a business, it's going to require you to get out of your comfort zone, and it's going to, in all honesty, take a lot of force in the beginning. Like it is you forcing yourself to be different. Like if you think that you're going to be the exact same person from running your business as you have been, it's ridiculous. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to mold. You're going to have to, you know, all of your fears, all of your limiting beliefs are going to come up. I don't know if I can pay my bills. I don't know if I'm good enough for this. I don't know if anybody would ever buy from me. And so there's a lot of force that you have to go through. There's pushing the car and getting it moving. But then after you're doing it for a few months, three months, six months, eight months, whatever it might be, you start to feel more natural. You feel the momentum on your side. You can show up to the office and do what needs to be done and not feel as much force. Nothing new is easy at the beginning. It's wild to me how many people think that just just uprooting parts of their life and changing part of their life is going to be easy. Everything at some point in time is a struggle. So as long as you just know that it's going to be hard, as long as you just know that there's probably going to be a struggle, you're not blindsided by it and you can figure out a way to work through it and go, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm in the struggle phase right now. But you have to keep going and you have to figure out a way to get that momentum on your side and to harness the momentum. You know, if you're listening to me and your life has been stagnant for a while, you have to get the moving process going. And it will be like pushing a car. There will be force. There will be a lot of stuff that you don't want to do. And you don't have to, it's this crazy thing where people are like, well, I don't believe in myself. I'm a, I've, my response to them is that you don't need to believe in yourself in order to take action. Belief is not a prerequisite to taking action. And, you know, always try to figure out a, bit, a way to be moving. And action creates more action. Inaction creates more inaction. Humans, we're not meant to be inactive. We're, if you were to look at our, I, I would assume, if I had a crystal ball and I could go back 100,000, 200,000 years, I would assume that our ancestors were probably moving around a decent amount throughout the day. It wasn't moving around all day long, but they weren't sitting down on a couch for four hours watching Netflix doing nothing. No. And so our bodies are meant to move. Humans were meant to move. We're meant to be thinking different. We're meant to be growing. We're either green and growing or brown and dying. We're supposed to be expanding ourselves in some sort of way. And so we've got to, we've got to get a little bit of force in there. And with that force, we need to search for that momentum. You know, it's like pushing the car. It's hard at first, but then it starts rolling. And lots of people, then we'll get the car moving and then they stop. And so really what it comes down to is once you feel that momentum, you've got to keep going. Yeah, I go, I got the momentum on my side. Now I'm really brought to break through. You know, and, and a lot of times people get excited at the beginning of something or they get a case of the I deserve it. Oh, I worked out every single day for the past seven days. I deserve to take today off. Or I did really good on my diet for the past 14 days and I lost five pounds. I deserve a pizza. I had a, a great week of sales. I can take today off. I, uh, I lost 10 pounds so I can, you know, go ahead and have ice cream for the next three days. Uh, I made, I made a lot of money in the past couple of months. I'm going to go and spend it. And really what it comes down to is this thing. I wrote about it in my book. It's called the emotional cycle of change. And I put the actual diagram in the, the graph in my book, uh, level up specifically because when I first saw it and first started learning the emotional cycle of change, I was like, this makes so much sense. And there's basically five stages to getting to being successful and getting momentum on your side. So stage one, is what they call uninformed optimism. And that's when you start something like, yay, new year, new me. I'm going to do awesome. I'm going to do so good at this. And you're, you're, you're uninformed optimism. You don't know what you don't know, but you're all excited because you don't know it. You're like, this is going to be great. 
right? And then you go and you do that thing for a week. You work out for a week and, you know, the first two days are exciting and fun. And then day three and four, it's not as fun. You're like, this kind of sucks. Day five and six, you're like, I don't know how I can do this for 30 days, whatever it is that it might be. And that's stage one, which is uninformed optimism. Uninformed optimism very very closely turns into stage two, which is uh, uninformed pessimism, which is you still don't know what you don't know, and you still don't know, but you have a little bit more of an idea, but you're starting to see, oh my God, this, this, this is going to go a lot longer than I thought it was. And so you go from, from uh, uninformed optimism to uninformed pessimism. Now you're just pessimistic. You're negative. And you would think that that's the lowest of lows, but it's not. Then you get to stage three, which is my favorite, uh, it's called the valley of despair. And when we end up in the valley of despair, that is when we usually quit. And, and if you can know that everybody goes through all of these cycles of change, stage one, two, three, and four, and five, then you'll start to realize, oh, okay, I'm in the valley of despair right now, and I've got to push through to success. I'm in the valley of despair. Because what happens is most people go through stage one, stage two, stage three, and then they usually give up by stage three. And why do they give up on stage three? Because they're in the valley of despair. They, they think it's going to take too long. And then they look at a brand new thing, but they're looking at that new thing through the eyes of stage one, which is uninformed optimism. And uninformed optimism looks way better than the valley of despair. And so what do they do? They quit at stage three and they go into a new thing. And now they start at uninformed optimism. Then they go to uninformed pessimism. And they go to valley of despair. So that's why people quit, do something new, quit, do something new, quit, do something new, quit, do something new, quit, do something new. And then they never actually get to success is because they don't fight through the valley of despair. But as long as you just fight through the valley of despair, you start to get that momentum on your side. And now you go into stage four, which is informed optimism, which means you now are starting to feel better about yourself. You're starting to feel like, hey, I've got this figured out. I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel here. Informed optimism. I know what I don't know. I know what I do know, but I'm optimistic that I'm going to get to the the place I want to be. That's when you really start getting the momentum on your side. And then you hit stage five, which is success and fulfillment, which, you know, can be three months down the road. It could be six years down the road. Depends on what it is that you're working for. But you just have to understand, and you, you should Google it if you want to, or if you want to go into my book, if you have it, you can look at the graph of the emotional cycle of change. And if you start to look at it, you go, oh my God, I've gone through this so many times. You know, whatever it is that you want is going to take a lot of work. You have your current life that you're in and you're going to have to break through your current life in order to create the life that you want. You know, like what would your life look like today if you never gave up on anything that you started years ago? Your life would be vastly different. And so really what it comes down to is you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. You're going to have to take action. Nobody in this world is going to come and save you. You're going to have to get off your butt. You're going to have to put on your big boy, big girl britches. You have to take some action. You're going to have to fight through some things that you don't want to fight through. You're going to have to get some momentum on your side and then just make sure that you never stop. As soon as you get momentum on your side, don't ever stop. If you want to be more successful than anybody else that you know, make a decision and then just don't stop with that decision. And I promise you, you'll get to where you want to be. So that's what I got for you for today's episode. If you love this episode, please share it on Instagram stories. Tag me at Rob Dial Jr. R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. Also, 
If you want to challenge yourself, if you want to grow yourself, if you want to change yourself and make 2024 the best year of your life, uh, I am running my 30-day challenge, which is called Level Up 30. Uh, It is built on six pillars that we will be doing every single day. If you want to half-ass your year, this is absolutely 100% not for you. If you're the type of person that's like, I'm ready for a challenge, I'm ready to change my life, I'm ready for Rob to push me, uh, go to levelup30.com, levelup30.com. I will personally be going through the challenge with you. I'll be going live every single day, coaching you, helping you, everybody else in the group. There's gonna be a massive community all across the world. And uh, the first 100 people who join get $50 off and they get entered into a drawing uh, for a free one-on-one call with me. So one person out of the first 100 people who join will get a free one-on-one call with me. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about it and seeing if it's right for you, go to levelup30.com. And with that, I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Make it your mission to make someone else's day better. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have an amazing day. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.